When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Theoretically. Well, first of all, I'm Perry. This is Hidden Plain Sight. And to my right, Star Place TV's Primetime with Alex Stein, the one and only Mr. Brandon Steele. I'm going to I'm gonna execute the head of Spectrum there if this doesn't work. There is an added dimension to all of this now, which is we've done, what, probably six or so of these? No, this is like ten. Or really? Yeah. All right. Our, our record's actually better than I thought. Because yeah. I was going to say there's an ad- added element of like us versus the machines. So if we've done, if this is number 10, we're probably like 7 and 3 against the machine. We're doing well, but we've lost back-to-back games. Yeah, we, uh, we I mean, we ha- we came out on a heater. I was misled. Yeah, we did. Well, actually, the first week, the, the audio did record where I was in one ear and you were in the other ear. Uh, whatever, it was but still there. We'll call that a draw. So let's say we're like 6, 3, and 1. Yeah. Some, somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. That's, that's not terrible. Look, we're going to make playoffs. I don't know how I feel about recording without my own voice in my head. This is weird. It's weird. I mean, it is just like talking again. But yes, it's <laughs> well, it's odd not having it directed straight into your ears. There's I, I've talked about how I'm not a huge fan of like it. It feels like we're doing nothing when we do this, and now it feels especially like doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this, it is. Now we're just having a conversation. I mean it is. This is one. This is the reason everybody wants to do it for it a living. It's because you're doing fucking nothing. It <laughs> rules. This is it, man. I fucking I rolled out of there. I was like, all right, let's make sure this shit works. Let's yeah. go. All right. Well, speaking of someone who does absolutely, and nothing. we're assuming it works. So yes, I have no backup this time. I went all in. Yeah, we have. Uh, there's there's no audio only backup going on at the moment because we're using a different uh, laptop. Let's. Now, someone who does no work, and someone who has also battled his own struggles against the machines, the one and only Mr. David Wilcock. Ah, He's Dave. back. I Davey got an email. This, this email is from earlier today. Um, I'm part of his uh, you know, early alert network. Or as he said, his team would have sent that email. Yes, of course. His yes. T- I do wonder if he's still pretending to have a team. Of course. This, first of all, it's a ridiculously long email, which is par for the course for him, but it does yeah. show maybe he's back on track. I'm glad he's writing. This email is titled, News Alert, Biblical Armageddon Has Been Cancelled. <laughs> Which is a very grand thing to declare, but... I wonder if he means that in terms of, like, we're cancelling the Armageddon, or, like, it's cancelled, we're gonna reschedule. It's it's a great move for Like, did, the, did it say the N-word, or, like, <laughs> wow, we cancelling it? I haven't read the whole thing yet, so <laughs> maybe, but... It's a great move for him because previously, do remember, I think it was by 2026, the world was supposed to end. Who can, I mean, who can pin it down at this point with him? Well, he's had, what, three or four end of the worlds that came and passed, and he never addressed it before. So at least this time, he has enough common sense to get out ahead of it, be like, hey, I take that back. Actually, the world's not going to end in a few years. Yeah. So... Let's, uh, first of all, it says, hello, John. That's my super secret Hell name yeah, I, dude. I used to get in there. He'll John never, Johnson he'll is never still on that. Wilcox's mailing list. First of all, everything is fine. All right, that, that's usually It's all not, good. It's all good. It's not a great, 
<laughs> People who are fine typically don't start <laughs> out interactions by declaring we're that. We're fine. We're totally fine. Totally that's, fine. That's the same as like, look, I'm not drunk. <laughs> yeah. like, well, why are you bringing it up? I've just been drinking. First of all, everything is fine. I am not incapacitated, demoralized, defeated, or otherwise out of commission. <laughs> well, his, his YouTube kind of <laughs> indicates otherwise. He's been talking to <laughs> fucking animals. I don't think he's posted in four months, something no, like that. he's been writing, dude. All right, he's not out of commission. Life is good, <laughs> with exclamation marks. I want to live. I've just been very busy between Stavati and the book project. So apparently he's still working on his hovercraft. I spent over a year now living in a non-insulated log home. Why is it not insulated? Oh, David, Jesus Why? Christ. Of course it's in. First of all, I don't think they would let him build a cabin in the woods it's that was uninsulated at this point. He has internet. Of course it's insulated. Well, that's what I was going to say. He built an entire live streaming studio in there. Yeah. Why would it not be insulated? What a dumb thing to do. Of course it's insulated. Living in a non-insulated log home at 8,600 feet in Colorado. I will say that is true. It is unfortunately high up where he is, and I know that because they used to drag us hiking there in rehab. Uh, is It's terrible. You walk like 10 feet, oh, and you're I just know. completely out of breath. Oh, I had to live in Utah. It's, it's horrendous. This winter, I finally figured out how to survive with knee-high wool socks, oak <laughs> firewood, and hiding out downstairs to avoid deafening wind noise and radical temperature changes. Yo, David discovered heat. <laughs> he's really making himself out to be like a fucking Grizzly Adams here. It's like, bro, you're, you're living in a $2 million cabin. You don't understand how tough it was for me to survive the winter. Yeah, he's not He's not out there in like a fucking tent. He, he is lit. It is a multi-million dollar house. Yeah. And if you've read my last email. Oh, boy. All right. Well, here it goes. Oh, Jesus. And if you read my last email, telekinetic events have become quite common here as well. All right, so he's <laughs> maybe he's not so okay. The telekinesis is still very present. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, he did seem to hint at that with uh, that one video of the squirrels where he had, there was like uh, those those a apricot pits or something in oh, a circle. Oh, yes, they thought w they, were th they were signaling to him in code. Right. Uh, the adventure began in September of 2021 when I realized that intuitive readings I had brought through and published online in 1999 were now prophetic of present-day events. It's very convenient. Did he ever say what he thought those were in 1999? Uh, I mean, he's probably rewritten. I mean, he's rewritten it like three times at this point. But but how would something like he published them at the time? So what were they at the time if they're only prophetic now? Oh, were they just fucking insane? I don't think ramblings? they were prophetic at the time. I don't think so because he never sold them, and I that's kind of the basis for how I judge how important he deems something is the dollar value he, he attaches to it. Yeah, I think they were prophetic at the time he rewrote them. The source of the readings identified in quotation marks. Do remember this is him as Archangel Michael. So he's still holding out that the uh, the voice in his head is a different entity. It's it's an entirely different person, not uh, not just the well, voice. Well, I his mean, head. He, he can't give that up now. He's got to sell this book. Yeah, he's too deep in. He spoke with stunning authority against the he is the voice <laughs> in his head. He spoke with stunning authority against the dark forces of this world, ensured they would be defeated, and said we would be transformed. David switching genders. <laughs> uh, I started bringing in these. He keeps putting s scare quotes around it. I started bringing in these readings on November tenth, nineteen ninety six, after studying the protocol. Uh oh. Uh, anytime I see protocols I was about in to a say, conspiracy, what's context, that go with? I get a little uh, nervous. I started bringing in these readings after studying the protocols of remote viewing, which promised 99% accuracy for trained practitioners. 
I think that number might be a little... It's a bit inflated, I would guess. It's a bit optimistic. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, 99% accuracy. That's pretty solid, I'm not going to lie. 99% accuracy on you teleporting your soul out of your body to go somewhere else in the planet to observe it yeah, is those, phenomenal. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. By July of 2022, I realized that all of the so-called, again in scare quotes, global readings I had brought in from 1996 through the end of 1999 were designed to be read in a present-day timeline. This is also the time he decided it was beneficial to bathe in his urine. Is he just, like, doing quotes because he doesn't know what's real anymore? He probably sees Corey's lawsuit going on and is like, as long as I put quotes no, around it, I know what this idiot did. I know what this idiot did wrong. I'm not going to fall for this same trap. And by the way, of course, we have seen Corey's deposition. You will get episodes no, on that no, later your, in the week. No, Your Honor, I said quote-unquote, not, not admissible. Well, here he go. Maybe that's why he's claiming this is a third party, so he's not responsible for yeah, it. No, you're gonna have to sue God. You gotta sue Michael. Yeah, Michael predicted in advance that we're, that is how predictions work. All all predictions are in advance. Not that's to not to David. By the nature of predicting something, you're doing it ahead of time. That's that's what makes him unique. Michael predicted in advance that we are now living through a time nexus in which very intense worldwide stress reaches a peak where success seems impossible. It's also, you know, it's very convenient the timeline aligns with the struggles in his own life. You know. That the voice in his head after his wife leaves him and he's bathing and pissed and he's trying to buy hover cars and he's forced to go live in the mountains. You know what's ironic? It predicts is, stress. Is if he just wrote, like, kept an actual journal but was just was like, I bathed in my piss today. I'd be and was, like, very <laughs> realistic about it. Like, that'd probably be yeah. an insane fucking biography. Like, you know how entertaining that would be? It would to also just a man detail and journal his descent into utter madness it would also have like a legitimate scientific purpose like it yeah. would unironically be worth something we'd learn things about the squirrels and their just kingdom have the complete uh fall of a man yeah. documented from his own perspective then the magic occurs Ooh, <laughs> the unexpected miracle the dosek mahina not an absurd, <laughs> not an absurd overused plot device. At least the guy recognizes that these stupid, hacky. stupid writers. Ooh, this part is underlined. Reality, humanity is about to save itself and be saved in the process. That well, sounds like the same thing said twice. I'm glad we're going to be saved just in time to buy his book. Well, not only are we going to save ourselves, we're going to be saved. Hell he, yeah. he really does have a, a double whammy. He's just a tremendously redundant boob. Well, you know, he's he's got to use a lot of words. In order to find these passages, I had to sort through 200 to 250 pages per month of journal notes, dreams, and other written data in my notes. It has been a massive, massive undertaking. 250 a month isn't that much, dude. Correction. The voice in his head is communicating 250 pages a month. Oh, right. I forget. So he's, he's channeling. Right. However... What we now have is a prophetic document unlike anything I've ever seen or heard of, except for the text brought in by the Sibyl of Cumae in 539 B.C. Yes, the famous text. The who? As you may remember, the Sibylline mystery text bo uh, boasted an astonishing knowledge of the future history of Rome, but Rome also could not benefit from the prophecies in any way. Right, here's, here's my take on prophecy. At some point, someone's got to have something that's worthwhile. Like we, I I don't appreciate all these loopholes where they're like, I'm gonna bring in the future, but no, no one can benefit off it in any way. Like here's yeah. the future, you can't do anything to change it, and no one can benefit from this. So what what the fuck's the point? Yeah, that's boring. It's just telling us bad shit that's gonna happen. Yeah, I want to be able to time travel. 
if they tried to outsmart the prophecies, bad karma would strike. Anything they did to try and stop the prophecy would actually cause it to happen. Ooh, it's like the time machine. Damn. Novos ordu seclorum. David's it's a condensed <laughs> excerpt from these prophecies, which promise a golden age where our bodies transform into a more energetic state. Man, he really has lost it. He's Googling Latin. He, he's really. He's, he's Googling Latin. He's it's coming never undone, dude. No one ever Googles Latin for good reasons. I want a- everyone, as I read this, just imagine a man who's locked himself in a log cabin for the last year, just is bathing in his piss. Just very cold. And now he's writing a book based off the voices in his head, and oh. he's telling us we're going to become energetic bodies. Oh, I really wish I'd insulated this place. <laughs> the Sibylline document was kept highly secret and was considered to be the highest treasure in all of Rome. Do remember, this is just an email. I think this email is supposed to be pr- promoting the book. I don't know when we're going to Has he mentioned the book? I said, I think he's talked about the book. Oh, the very next sentence. In the case of the Michael prophecies, uh, there we, go. we are not holding back. Who's we? You know, him, him and, and the Michael? Lo- him and the Lord? Yeah, no Michael. Faults. All out in the open. Bo- oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Book one of three total. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's doing a trilogy? And what w- we looked it up how much it uh, cost. He's selling the book. It was $65? It was, yeah, it was like 60 bucks. Or 75 So this expensive. is going to be a basically a, a $200 trilogy of books. All right, well, until we found out that he's making like $5 million off one of these courses, like... Which is what Corey said in the deposition. He maybe, did say. maybe we're the foolish ones because you get fucking a thousand idiots to buy two hundred fifty dollars worth of bullshit. It's good money, especially if you're living in an insulated or non-insulated cabin. Forgive me. Uh, book one of three total is already finished and ready to go now. And Michael delivers in a way that is unlike any other prophetic document I have ever been able to read and enjoy in my life. Maybe that's why he created a separate entity, is now he can praise the other person without sounding egocentric. That's true. He's like, Michael's so fucking smart, and he still has a wife, and he doesn't bathe in piss, and his house has insulation. He found a loophole. He's like, ah, this is is, is what I can do. He's so cool, man. Oh, no. The the author of this text, The Michael Prophecies, by St. Michael the Archangel and St. Lucia the Archangel. So he's crediting... Angels as the <laughs> the authors of the this is not going well. No, no. And the most exciting part, question mark, again and again, the Michael Prophecies tells us that a catastrophic world-ending Armageddon that's been prophesized to occur on the Earth for centuries has been canceled thanks to our good grades. I don't know what that means. Good, g- good grades. It's, well, we, we are on a hot streak of people we've criticized uh, seemingly adapt our criticism and pivot a bit. Because we have constantly said it's it's bad for business to say the world's going to end because when the world doesn't end, now you look like a big uh, doofus. So yeah, he yeah. at least he learned enough to, to prophesize good shit. It's kind of funny that he set himself up with the previous prophecy to, to then sell this prophecy where he was like, the world's going to end. Actually, the new shit says, no, no, it's not. Psych. Uh, Michael doesn't go into all the details. Well, that's convenient. What? Why would he not go into all of them? It's his book. Also, if he's not going to go into the details, why? Who is? He's the <laughs> voice in your head. <laughs> yeah, who else are you going to get the fucking details from? It's uh, it's he's the one. Michael doesn't go into all the details, but the overall work that has been done by wanderers or ET souls incarnating on Earth in large numbers has been enough to tip the scales. Okay. We are not a planet that is about to be destroyed. We are a planet that has learned its lessons thanks to global initiation we've all been through and now approach graduation. This is uh, taking a bizarre twist. 
And now I'm actually concerned because David has been wrong 100% of the time. Yeah, quite literally. Every His single step of the average, way. It's perfect, perfectly bad. It's yeah, it's horrific. It's inverse. <laughs> so now that now that the guy who's literally always wrong is saying we're all good and the, the world's going to be okay, now I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. This, this would literally be the first time he's ever been right. We're do you think he honest? I do kind of think he just saw it. It was like, Corey's losing. He Apocalypse is canceled. It uh, everybody parties <laughs> on, bro. He's fine. I'm doing better than him. It's very, very, very coincidental that Corey Good's deposition leaks, and then like three days <laughs> later, David's here to announce the apocalypse is canceled. His book's coming out. Apoc- He's going on tour. Like everything. We're all good, guys. It all switched. I up. take it back. I take it back. The squirrels have accepted me. Oh Jesus! I don't even think I'm halfway through this email. Fuck. This can be the whole fucking episode. What is graduation? <laughs> Apparently, Michael and his people have found a way to ensure that, again in scare quotes, almost all of us on Earth will actually experience ascension in the coming years. Wait a second. Does he mean? Does he mean ascension as in like rapture? Does he mean ascension as in us transforming into a better? Uh, physical form like uh, the, i guess the energy bodies would would yeah we work like the fourth dimension and shit now well it seems like it seems like the stavati hover car shit would kind of be entirely unnecessary if we're all going to become spirit bodies oh you know that's just how tech He's works his bets. just how it works sometimes you know uh, this includes people who were deceived for various reasons and may now be concerned that they don't have very much time left on Earth. You mean the people you told yeah. that, David? You the people you told. The people whose money you took? Yeah, the people from about year 2016 to present. Yeah, you told the world not, was ending. Let's not be petty about this, okay? We yeah. all said a few things. We all make mistakes. It happens. Now you got to buy my book. These books also reveal a completely different model than the one I was teaching before. <laughs> I mean, I guess at least he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, everything I said earlier, going to have to scratch that. Okay, so this this is why he, he's claiming it's a separate entity. Because if the entity, w- if Michael was him, mm-hmm. you'd be like, well, if he lives in you, how come you didn't know you were wrong? Like, he's part of you. So now, as it's a separate person, he just wasn't communicating with this third party during his incorrect prophecy phase. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, these books also reveal a completely different model than the one I was teaching before. Instead of a spontaneous light body activation, ooh, we get to keep our physical bodies. Good news, everyone. Good news. (laughs) We're not going to lose our physical form. Well, I guess bad news if you're fucking fat. Yeah, yeah, you got to go to the gym and eat better now. Sucks for you. This is very interesting. I like when people have to tell me. It's <laughs> I like when someone has to declare what something is before we can talk about it. He has always had that ability to amaze himself. Yes. Apparently, we will. What do you mean? Apparently, again, this is you. You're you're telling us this. Apparently, we will see the sun give off a light show. I would argue it does that every day. Every single day, the sun has provided. I think that's light. how it works. Last I checked. In fact, like as hey, long as hey, I. Hey, did you guys <laughs> know this thing in that fucking sky right there? <laughs> it, it turns the lights on. It's no, that's the red iron oxide. You like my my shirt? My, Uncle my Col- red iron oxide shirt. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, Uncle, shout out Stephanie. Uncle Collins, like who turned <laughs> this sun on? Uh, <laughs> he's fucking crazy. Uncle Cohen just discovered his bowl of light. I'm so happy he's back. This has been a great weekend. We've just been listening to Corey Good get deposed, and now now David comes through with a banger of an email. We have gone back to our prime. Yeah, this is our roots. These yeah. are the original weirdos. Yeah. 
uh, to, to give off electro, but Michael's people have a technology to shield the earth and our bodies from any damage. <laughs> oh, cool. So Michael was just like, you know what, I'm not going to do it. And then all of a sudden I was like, all right, fine. Well, this is an interesting loophole because now we're getting the solar flare. It kind of sounds like I'm assuming that's what the light show is. Uh-huh. But now Michael has created solar flare shield technology. <laughs> Patent pending, I assume. I mean, he is an angel. This is explained in book two, which conveniently is not available <laughs> until after it's you buy book one. This is explained in that one I haven't written yet. He, Him already pitching. Maybe he is back to form because him already selling a product that doesn't exist before he even releases the it, first one. Hey, you know this book you haven't read yet? You're going to love the sequel. This is explained in book two, which is not yet ready for release, but will be soon. I've delved deeply into scientific models showing that stars themselves go through quantum leaps, again in scare quotes, where their microwave frequency emissions suddenly change in quantized bursts. Ooh. I don't that e- all I sounds fancy. I, really, I don't know what that means. No, that's classic David speak, where he uses a bunch of words that mean nothing. It's like what? Together. You decided the stars are disappearing? But but he used the word quantum, which means it's official. That's true. He, qu- he used quotes. Dr. William Tift discovered quantized redshift values coming from stars, which change in sudden leaps. Tift also noticed that these zones were spaced out like concentric galactic energy ripples in any given galaxy, gradually expanding out from the center and transforming worlds as they go. Do remember, this is just an email he sent out today. You know, it is pretty fucking wild to be like, all right, I'm 20 years into this. I've written three 30-hour audiobooks. They're long fucking audiobooks. And done a series of uh, like yeah. presentations, presentations that are 50 hours long. Hundreds of hours of content to be like, you know what? <laughs> I take it all back. Psych. We're doing <laughs> it from the top. <laughs> Run it like, back. What, dude? You did, yeah, that's like Marvel being 20 years in and be like, you know what? We don't like these fucking heroes. We're yeah. going to just start this over. He, the one consistent part of his prophecy, as long as I can remember, has been the whole solar flare thing. That's been he, like his yeah, he's primary always loved that. shit. Which I guess is because that's a real thing that happens. Yes, it's regularly. It's, it has a potential to actually exist. I can never read a story about a solar flare and not think of David. I'm trying to figure out what concentric galactic energy ripples mean circles i guess we'll have to buy the book to right learn. isn't that just circles that i it sounds like circles in space yes that yeah. but concentric galactic energy ripples don't you just love better don't you just love language yeah hey you see those <laughs> dumb circles those in space? space circles yeah no, those are concentric yeah. galactic ripples excuse me get right the fucking space circles now dr harold aspden <laughs> all right come on david that's not a real name dr asden <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, Doc, right. Doctor Asden, how yeah. you doing? How many how many bears are hibernating in your asshole Dr. today? Doctor <laughs> Harold Asden, uh, either physics equations generate the exact same quantized frequencies and explain that they literally represent measurable traces from different planes of existence. I'm, I I sincerely doubt his his math equation literally represents different planes of existence. That is also one of the few things he's never really done, which is probably because it's too complicated for him. Is Math? The, no, the multiverse. Of oh, course, okay, man. Okay. But the multiverse, he's never really tried that. You know what concerns me here is because he's bringing up math, I can't help but think of the chapter in Awakening in the Dream where he goes over the pyramid inch. Oh, boy. Which may be the most frustrated I've ever been during L- an episode. Look, if we knew there was trouble in David World, that was it. That yep. was a huge red flag. That's if if any of you guys want to go find that. That's somewhere around. Uh, fuck. When did we do that review? It's like episode one hundred or yeah, something. Yeah, no, it's it's we've got a we got a whole playlist on the YouTube page of yeah. our Awakening in the Dream review. And yeah. 
Yes, he just went on and on about that fucking thing for like 100 pages. Although this does seem like David might be coming back with a video now that Corey's suffering. This is the perfect time for him to try and swoop in. And well, it's also very like David to be like, Corey's down. May time to swoop in. <laughs> well, Corey was kind of <laughs> trying to kick David during that. The, well, that's the what I mean. Like David's like, oh, you're gonna talk shit, huh? Oh, you fuck you. you want to talk me? No, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you, Mister No Good for Nothing. I hope he does his next presentation with like one of those squirrels <laughs> just sitting on his shoulder, like a fucking pirate. Just got a f squirrels with like their arms behind yeah. their backs, like <laughs> Marines, just waiting for commands. It appears that our own sun's microwave frequencies will soon under soon undergo a quantized increase. We will still have our bodies and will now have much easier access to the soul. All right, now we're getting, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Our sun's microwave frequencies will undergo a quantized increase. All right, so in layman's start, uh, it's going to have a shift in energy. It's just a numerical shift. And that will, will give us easier access to the soul. I, I don't like that he's making me think so hard to come up with stupid stuff. Or perhaps we'll just get more cancer sooner he's from, just from the increase in sun's frequency. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to use large words to sound dumb. That's right. We've been <laughs> stellar students. I love when he writes like it's a fucking like yeah. QVC commercial. <laughs> but that's right, there's more. <laughs> if you call now, uh I'm not sure what this whole student metaphor going on is. Like we got passing grades, now we're good. Was it just a pun for him to say stellar students about the universe, like interstellar? I mean that or he's like mentally regressing. Well, we know that's the case. Yeah, he's become a child again. We've passed the tests. And now we graduate into a type of human life where ordinary people will quickly begin getting abilities that blow anything I've ever been doing out of the water by a long shot. Oh, no. All right. By a long David, you can't overpromise like let this. Me, let me run this through my crazy David filter. He believes he is telekinetic now. And not only uh -huh. telekinetic, he, he can communicate with animals. And uh, perhaps the snow occasionally communicates messages from the Illuminati overlords. No, I'm Correct. not making that up. You guys can go back and watch the other video. Uh -huh. he's, he's claiming that. Uh -huh. So David, of course, he's, you know, he's more advanced than us. He's he's ahead of us of in course. that regard. Of course. So if he is getting telekinetic abilities and he's able to communicate with animals like fucking Snow White, that means us simple folk are going to gain uh, some sort of special abilities. Probably not on par with his, but but something. He's already undergone the transformation is what I'm getting at here. And then it's going to trickle this trickle down superpowers. Man, to do all that and still get rejected by squirrels. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, to be fair, that video was like five months ago. It's possible he is really he's made inroads. Yeah, maybe maybe he's really put shit together. I very much hope so. This news is amazing. Of course it is. <laughs> the prophecies are so repeatedly accurate about our present that it is ridiculous to assume they are somehow not accurate <laughs> about the future. <laughs> You'd be dumb to assume <laughs> I can't tell the future. You'd be stupid to not believe me. Oh, you, you, oh well, <laughs> this is funny. You can't put a price on something like this, so I'm just making it as affordable as I can. Do remember, he's selling a digital copy for $65. Look, paper's expensive. It's it's he's selling a word document for sixty five dollars. Imagine how expensive it I hope it just has typos throughout it. I hope it's just written with typos. The good news is you can't put a price on it. Unless you're David and then it's sixty five dollars. But if I had to <laughs> but outside of that price yeah. you can't put a price on it. Uh that way I can hopefully pay off my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes through. It always fucking comes through, man. This is uh this is 
Why would you admit that? <laughs> yeah. Why would you be like, hey, I'm really in the hole to the IRS, <laughs> really guys. Fucked. So you got to buy this fucking book. I was wrong about yeah. the wor- Well, You I don't buy this book. I'm going to jail for tax fraud. Here's the other way <laughs> I w- would <laughs> interpret this is, again, you know, we do know he's deep in the hole financially. There's We've done many episodes about that, too. He's not doing well. No, he's he is struggling. building sloth bridges in Costa Rica. He was filing all kinds of weird tax shit. He, he lost half his shit, I would assume, when Beth left him. Thank God he paid that house off. So if he was going to keep claiming the world was over, people would just be oh. like, well, who gives a fuck about your taxes if we're all going to die in three years? Yeah, how Why would you give a shit? Yeah, how you're concerned about your taxes, but you're like, hey, if you don't get your money back, don't fucking come at me for it. The yeah, world ended. So now now that the world's not ending, yeah. suddenly the tax issue becomes a little more pressing. Cause it's like, hey, uh, I'm not getting bailed out here. I wonder if, he th- if, if that this whole email was like, all right. How can I do this? I got to let them know. Yeah. I don't want to lie. Because, yeah, I would have just not said that. The tax part? Yeah, yes. be like, I forgot to pay my taxes this year, guys, so I'm going to uh, need you to help me out. <laughs> I can hopefully pay off my taxes and finish launching Stavati, which is going very well. Yes, uh, that's evidently. You know, that's how it always works. It's, it's abundantly su- clear. <laughs> super good. I really would give anything to see just, like, the security cameras when it's just him. I assume he just, like, goes into that retarded the, ass the empty bunker <laughs> big his big fucking warehouse and he just like flies a drone up and down or something i don't know okay cries so i we, suppose <laughs> we've got a bunch of great news here uh, the we're all going to become uh light bodies or we're going to ascend in some way i want to uh, be able to fly we're uh, well if stavati is going as well as he says it, we're we're going to be able to get like flying cars which despite being completely useless are i guess it'll be cool I feel like we should get uh, part ownership in Stavati for the amount of uh, you think if awareness we raising. We've all right, done. this is this might play to his his hubris. Uh-huh. If we emailed him, be like, we want to we want to advertise for Stavati on our show. <laughs> we'll we'll literally do it for free. We just want to check with you about what we should. You yeah, know, send the us copy send us you the got. Info. Yeah, like we'll do it for free, man. We'll we'll give you a solid because we believe in your product. You uh, oh, I read that part. I'm not sure if I. W- oh no! I'm not sure if I will make enough. It's such a low price. But if Stavati <laughs> gets rolling next year, I can cover it either way. I love that you guy be like, "Look, I'm giving you such a good deal yeah. here. I might fucking don't, go broke." Don't worry about my yeah. sixty-five dollar uh, PDF <laughs> because flying cars are going to cover us yeah. all. You don't understand. I'm actually taking a loss. That's a very safe bet. Yeah, that the flying cars <laughs> will come and save him financially. <laughs> First of all, no prototype sale. There is no nothing exists. The only thing I give him credit for is he hasn't just been on Twitter, like, adding Elon Musk. Like, wouldn't you prefer it if your Teslas flew? Well, of course he hasn't been adding him because he's been locked in the cabin. I think we're going to start getting that once he comes back out. Now, this book could be incredible. A lot of people, when locked in the wilderness, come up with some good book. Yeah, shout out Thoreau. I think, based on this email, it seems like we're going to get a pretty high-density crazy we oh, I mean, he's gone. He's gone. You referred to Awakening in the Dream as the crack cocaine of his writing, which yes. I agree with that. I think we're now getting to, like, the meth psychosis phase of his writing. No, this is just pure psychosis. Yeah, this is, it's all over the fucking yes, place. Yes, it's just madness. All uh, right, so Stavati's going to get rolling. That's going to cover it either way. So in that sense, I'm subsidizing your lowest cost possible for this product. <laughs> he, he's paying us to pay him. I love that. He's like, you don't understand. You guys are the ones coming out on top. Wow. David's become a salesman. What a pitch. <laughs> what a pitch. It's like, what if I told you this would be the best $65 you ever spent? You'd be dumb not yeah. to send me that You'd money. You'd be a fool. It's like, it's like selling a timeshare. Two weeks in Cancun? Oh, here we go. Are now you we're kidding? getting to the, the full sales pitch. 
the work is awash with a frequency of trust and peace, which bathes you in its resonance, much like I bathe in piss. That part's not in there. Uh, as you read it, this is all in bold, by the way. This Hell is yeah, dude. As you read it, you will feel the presence of a higher intelligence, perhaps like never before. Here's what's revealed. Ooh, we, Ooh. Get, the, we get the full stunning H- Here's evidence. what's inside. Stunning evidence that our next-door neighbor star, Proxima Centauri, had the... In, in scare quotes again, solar flash that was originally meant for us literally within three days of the mind calendar end date of December 21st, 2012. All right, this is a good sign. He's going back to 2012. He's playing the hits. All right. Multiple insider testimonies regarding the time travel capabilities of UFOs and what it feels like to use the technology yourself. How interesting. Hmm. For a POV video. Now we switch to third person. Hell yeah. David's powerful <laughs> experience with a multidimensional apparition of Mother Mary on Thanksgiving. Oh, Christ. That's what happened. What did that just say? <laughs> Wait he, a second. He, he, he hallucinated. He saw the Virgin Mary the Virgin a few weeks ago? On Thanksgiving. What, today's the fucking 17th. It's like three weeks ago. He saw the Virgin Mary on Thanksgiving. That explains. Three weeks ago. I mean, that explains a lot. The Virgin Mary said, "David, you owe the IRS a lot of money. You need you to write this fucking <laughs> book. Put these books out." <laughs> I, I do love the idea. The Virgin Mary came like, "Look, David, <laughs> the world's not ending. You got to pay these debts." Look, Biden just hired eighty-seven thousand yeah. IRS agents. They are coming after you, bud. Uh, him, him referring to himself as David, as if any other human being on the face <laughs> of the earth could could have written this email. <laughs> it it is so fucking obvious he's the one who penned this. Uh. All right, so, yeah, <laughs> so David saw the, the Mother Mary on Thanksgiving. How various types of beings can spontaneously manifest into our reality due to hidden laws of the universe. I'm not sure what that means either. So not only, the, I guess that's how Mother Mary showed up, probably. I guess. Detailed lessons from Michael on how to achieve direct, intuitive contact with beings like himself and or the Christ consciousness within you. So he's going to teach us how to uh, channel our own delusions. That's not good. How is that he going to charge for that? That's uh, that's very special. Damn, he's he's putting a lot on the line with this book. He's giving us the secrets. Stunning a new law of one quotes. Um, All right, that's where this is gonna be interesting because I've had I made you know I read that too. It was very boring. Uh, uh-huh. but there's no multi-dimensional shit in there. Well, there's also you know I'll give out uh, some of what we cover on the Patreon this up- upcoming week. Corey in the deposition. Said all that shit about the law of one. Oh yeah, Corey was like, "This is fucking dumb." Yeah, he was yeah. just. He says straight yeah. up, he was just humoring David. Yeah, with that all was that. that was David's dumbass. I never believed yeah. that. I did the blue chickens. So we get, <coughs> which he also said weren't real. Stunning new law of one quotes on Satan, demons, hell, and the oh, I like AI you, menace. I thought it said Al menace. <laughs> I was like, "Who the fuck who is the f- Al menace? Who the fuck is this? A gangster that uses computers?" And how it is all being defeated by we, the people. Hell yeah, constitutional, dude. Uh, constitutionalist David. The 2010 crop formation that used two overlapping digital images in wheat to create a remarkable fo- what? <laughs> where, uh, where, w- what happened? Where, what, where did this come from? The two thousand, the two thousand ten crop formation that used two overlapping digital images in wheat to create a remarkable photographic likeness of the face of Jesus. The, he's he saw two different <laughs> crops. <laughs> we've we've gone and he put them together. We've gone uh, tortilla Jesus is is where David has gone. But he saw him in the crops, like a crop circle. I think How do you layer two of these together? I think he's saying the two images, when, when you overlay the crop circles, form the face of Jesus. 
Huh. I've never seen anyone overlay crop circles before. They usually come I haven't either, apart. but we're going to Google that once I finish this ridiculously long email. Oh, hell yeah. Gobsmackingly amazing <laughs> prophecies about today. Almost on a page-by-page -page <laughs> basis. It's a real page-turner with all its gobsmacking prophecy. Even though it doesn't have pages. Incredibly reassuring, again in scare quotes, bottom line truth that we will be saved. <laughs> Evil will not win. We will prevail. And a golden age awaits us. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. A golden age awaits almost all of us here on Earth. Except those two fucking faggots <laughs> in Texas. They're I'm going to kill them. Actually, I need them there. Who else will I have as a villain? <laughs> we, we are his entire PR department. At this I, point. I hate to say it. I love them. <laughs> and the last uh, bullet point here, how any healthy damages people may have suffered will be able to be healed with the new abilities we will acquire. It's always fucking healing. We've, we've been talking about fucking med beds and, and palladiums and all this shit healing us. for David doesn't like death. For, for a long goddamn time. Oh no, another bold paragraph. These are just a few of many tasty <laughs> selections <laughs> from the, in scare quotes, embarrassment of riches <laughs> that you will feast upon this Christmas in the Michael Prophecies. <laughs> Damn, dude, he was on a heater when he wrote this. Shit. Fuck. Damn. Damn. Yeah, he was feeling he himself. He was killing Let it. Let me read that one more time oh, just so I can really to, digest this it. This compared to Corey's dumbass trying to explain shit. These are just a few of many tasty <laughs> selections from the embarrassment of riches that you will feast upon this Christmas in the Michael Prophecies. Well, I know what I'm buying myself for Christmas. Best of all, it's not fat. Oh, no, he continues the metaphor. Best of all, it's not fattening to indulge in these fruits. You can gorge yourself. They are zero on the... We get da it, David. David's just, I'm, 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 I'm not fat anymore, I yeah, swear. That's exactly what this is. It I'm has to do with his uh, weight gain. I'm just eating words. Uh, you can gorge yourself. They are zero on the calories, but heavy oh. on the light vibrations. <laughs> There are three volumes oh. of this. <laughs> Bro, we've been talking about this email for 30-something minutes. He must need money so bad. There are three volumes of this work. It's massive, much like this email. And volume one is ready for you to read with 555 pages oh. that... Oh, that says tie. I thought it said lie. <laughs> I guess that's, that's <laughs> my own subconscious filling this in. That's implied. 555 pages of lies. Uh That tie everything together in a grand overview right now! Right Exclamation now! Mark. Audio versions are coming. I believe the most important thing to do first, uh, based upon Michael's urgency, is to get each of the three. The most important thing is to send him money. Yeah. Is to, the most important thing, based on Michael, uh, Michael's urgency, is to get each of the three digital print copies out before I record them all. All right. So the audiobook will be coming. He's just got to, you know, make enough money to record the audiobook. Till we do a reading of it. That would be pretty funny to put out like a bootleg audio. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit here every day and read. Uh, we'll just put it under different pseudonyms that yeah. are his, his fucking former uh, insiders. Yes, this is this is a Gonzalez's yeah. version. He's turned on you. You only get hit with one single charge for all three volumes. Wait, okay. Oh, you get one for the price of three? Well, damn, David, I why didn't you I take back what I said. 65 bucks for three books if they're all, you know, hey, that's not bad. Now you got to pay up front. God, if, <laughs> if he if he really puts out three books, we're going to be covering David for like a month he's and a half straight. He's not getting three books no. out. Um, Unless he's already written all three of these, he's never finishing. Well, it took him like eight years to write this one. I don't think there's actually like a publishing house for this book. No, it's, I, gonna be, it's going to be a PDF. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's we're getting like the... the it is 1,000% going to be a PDF. Yeah, we're getting like a mass shooter manifesto, but it's going to be about solar flare. Look, he is not in the headspace to get this done properly. Uh, you only get hit with one single charge for all three volumes. Books one, two, and three. You get... 
why do you feel the need to clarify that? Well, you know, because three <laughs> books has three in it. <laughs> you, got, you, get, you get all three volumes. That means one, two, and three. Very, very good, David. You get digital print copies. Okay, yes, so no physical copy. Uh-huh. And audiobook recordings of all three volumes as well. You know what, David? All right, fair enough. Can I get you to mail me an autograph too? Fair, fair play. That yes, please. Someone acquire. Can we make that? Let's switch back to the green screen background. Just make and it just his put autograph. David's autograph as yeah. our background. Again, oh Jesus! You shouldn't have to say again in an email. Yeah. <laughs> if you've forgotten what I started this email with thirty-five minutes ago, here, again, it's an all-in-one package where you get all the books, all the audiobooks, and all the <laughs> materials at a cost I hope is doable for everyone in these trying times. <laughs> Because I have taxes. Because I'm so broke. (laughs) If I were to release these through conventional publishing means as three volumes of audio and digital print books, the overall cost would be about 40 per volume or 120 altogether. So he's given it. Okay. How many pages was Awakening in Madrid? It was like a thousand. It was a lot, dog. It was well, yeah, it was over a thousand. So what he essentially did is he took what he would normally put out as one book, divided it into three books, Selling it at an up cost, and then he's telling us he's giving us the deal of a century. I do love that he's like, look, it's it's three for one, but you do have to pay up front. Well, I, I can't front <laughs> yeah. you the book. Well, it'd be like if we just start <laughs> splitting these episodes into 10-minute yeah. chunks and be like, we're putting out 40 episodes a week. Look, honestly, you'd be stupid not to buy them. We are therefore offering sizable cost reductions over even the most traditionally affordable distribution methods. Who is we? It's you, David. There is no we. There's no team anymore. David doesn't ever want to admit he's alone. I will also be providing additional bonuses you can learn about here. I will be quick uh, clicking that link. Uh, as a member of my insider community, that's me. That's me. Hell I'm an yeah, insider. Dude. Please type in insider at checkout and bang. All capitalization. <laughs> exclamation mark. You just got another $22 knocked off the top. All capitalization. Exclamation. This is insane. <laughs> well, he's right about this being insane. That that is the most accurate I thing just, he said. I would give anything to have watched him write this. This is insane. He's it's, doing it's a whole. Very insane. This is like a fucking five minute sales pitch. Holy shit! All right, we're finally down to the last you, chapter of you the fu- email. You thought that was too good to be true? I'm gonna wipe off another twenty dollars. Now we get to the. This section is just called the effect. Again, he has sec. This is one email. The effect in the book. We quote Flying Saucer Insider Ralph Ring what? quoting Khalil. <laughs> he's quoting someone quoting someone else. In the book, we, clo- we quote Flying Saucer Insider Ralph Ring quoting Khalil Gibran, where he said, half of what I say to you is meaningless, but it's necessary so the, the other half may reach you. What? I don't know. It's uh, Maybe he's acknowledging most of what he says is kind of nonsense, but he needs to say it. Cl- Camille Nanjiani sounds stupid. Yeah, Camille stupid. Nanjiani said uh, half of what he says is meaningless. Michael's words are intended to create an altered state of consciousness. Fuck yeah, I'm going to get Hell high. Yeah, dude. Somebody, I got to call my sponsor. Yeah, I'm going to relapse on David's book. What'd you do? Fucking literature. By, by duplicating <laughs> the look, sound, and feel of your subconscious and meditation, you start having a better understanding of what you're receiving when it happens. This book's going to fucking tap into our subconscious. He really does always overpromise. He can Oh, he's nothing but like this is going to be the greatest thing to ever happen. It's it's going to fucking alter your consciousness. Whether or not you in scare quotes understand the prophecies, you will experience a vibrational shift in scare quotes. Jeez, I'm running out of fucking breath. That causes you to start thinking and feeling like a positive multidimensional being. Uh, again, I don't even know what that means. This is called in scare quotes tuning. 
and is a necessary preliminary step by receiving your own personal contact with Michael or another like him, and this seems to be a major agenda of his. He's promising to let you talk to the archangels? Or one of your own creation, yes. If, if you don't have uh, archangels of your own, store-bought will be fine. Thank you so much for your support. Your well wishes and encouragement this past year have kept me going <laughs> and fueled the completion of this epic work. Did you notice now he's writing in the first person, even though like a few paragraphs ago he's referring to himself as David? Well, he's lost his mind. We are, uh, we are already hearing incredible stories of synchronicity activations for people reading this book. The effect Michael's words will have on you must be experienced. Uh, talk to you in the book. What? Talk to mm. you in the book. It's very relevant to today. What? <laughs> this just got even weirder at the end. Either so now, either goofed on that, or he's like narrating the book. No, all the all the sentences in this next paragraph are like four or five words or something. Talk to you in the book. It's very relevant to today. It is a message humanity needs. I am deeply honored to have uh, been the best instrument for this contact to take place. I do hereby promise that I will do my very best to live up to the power and promise of these words. I've made the same promise to Michael and take that very, very, uh, very, very seriously. Gratitude and light, David. <laughs> hey, he's still Divine Cosmos, still based out of Woodland Hills. Shout out our, our previous uh, home. Hell yeah. Oh, now I got to see the additional bonuses he will oh be providing. Oh, boy. I hope, that we I hope we get more videos at least. Did we really? That it took us 45 minutes to read this dude's fucking email. I mean, there's look, there's a good chance this book is going to be like 5,000 pages. This it's entirely possible this is an obnoxiously long book. In terms, uh, well, yeah, I mean, three parts probably does mean it's going to be 2,000 oh, ish. At least 1,000. The fact that uh, he doesn't understand that in a sales pitch, you're supposed to get to the point. Well, yeah. No, no, no. David, David had to build the suspense. He wrote a 45 minute long email. To sell us his book. He really has to sell this book. If, if this book, it'd be funny. He's like, look, if it does as bad as the last one, I'm going to have to kill myself. Oh, shit. The book's available now. David Wilcock yeah, drops his electrifying new book. <laughs> available now. <laughs> uh, does he do fake reviews? That'd be hilarious. Let's see. Uh, enter your contact info. You're not getting. Oh, right, right, right. This. Whoa, wait. <laughs> Did he fuck up? Is it free? No, David. David fucking rules, man. Last time we checked on this book, $65, right? Yeah. Now, now do remember, he's offering a $22 discount. The book yeah. is now listed at $99. <laughs> <laughs> the, the book is uh, has increased by like 40% price. Oh, I love him so much. Hell yeah. Um, oh, he definitely saw Corey have just eat shit and talk shit in those depositions like, it's my time to do it. I'm fucking going for it. Now, the one the one caveat I did, like, of course, we will be buying this. I would prefer it be available on a place that's not his website because I don't really feel comfortable putting my, like, account information in on David's website. If anyone yeah. was going to try and spite me. Although I do think I, I have uh, some more shady payment methods I could use. We'll see if he accepts Bitcoin. Just do know. it and be like, I didn't fucking buy this book. I want yeah. my money back. <laughs> Why would I buy the, yeah. the ramblings of a who? retard? Do you guys know who this is? Yeah. Holy shit. So that was supposed to... Uh, <laughs> if your credit card, for whatever reason, doesn't go through, you may consider trying a different browser device or a new <laughs> credit card. <laughs> hey, have you tried not being broke? I need this fucking money. Yeah, you better you better make it happen. Uh, we value your privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Although, if you do, <laughs> it's funny, it starts with we value your privacy, and then it tells us, like, it will send emails to you. Well, we value your privacy, but not, Just that, not that much. Not that much. Let's we're, uh, we're not that big on it. Settle down here. We're still trying to make money, okay? Holy shit. That was a lot. I'm. D- I, that's actually, I think, a good sign. Yeah, I think so. I think, well, I mean. David being overly verbose is him at his, that's his comfort zone. I don't think it was a good sign for his well-being to start out a 40-minute email by saying he's telekinetic. But well, we already knew this. But. He thinks he's an angel. What it represents, it's a bridging of his uh, insanity, because he, he was in a place where he was absolutely fucking bonkers, but he wasn't able to reconcile that with his need to speak public, uh, publicly, because he was, again, bathing in his urine, <laughs> and then yeah. hopping on a live stream being like, why are you criticizing my piss yeah. hair? What's wrong with my hair? Yeah, what do you mean my hair looks terrible? I've been bathing it in piss for a month. Yeah, I look fat, okay. Yeah, he... Uh, Oh, let's Chet said he just bought it. He does not give you a downloadable version. You have to go to a secure site and provide a password that he provides you. Fuck yeah. D- two-factor authentication. All Dude, right, maybe David, I do have to buy this. David needs this money so bad. He, You know what? I, if uh, Of all the, the, the weirdos, I'm actually willing to toss some money towards 100 bucks to get David contents pretty worth it. Look, he we 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 Josh with him, but we need David. Corey we, can go fuck right yeah, off. Corey, I need I need David. Yeah, Corey. Outside of his deposition, is the most entertaining thing Corey's done in years, and it's not entertaining for reasons he David wants. Uh, David continually continuously delivers. Now, hold on, before we jump back to that, now I gotta check his YouTube page to see if he's putting out uh, videos. Please, 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 for the love of God, please, David. Uh, David Wilcock. I always forget what his shit is. Let's see. Well, we got you. Go to patreon.com slash hidden in plain sight pod. Give us fucking money. I, I will use it to buy <laughs> yeah. David's book. Yeah, it funds things like buying David's dumbass book. No, his last video was David Wilcock, the great moose versus turkey <laughs> standoff. <laughs> How funny is it that he's launched this book and now people are going to be like, I got to check out this David Wilcock <laughs> guy. This guy makes some interesting points. I wonder what his videos are like. And then the first thing. Oh, hold on. Let me. Damn it. They, the ads <laughs> ruined my comedic timing. I'm out there right now. I'm dead. This is going to be the first thing his new fans are created with. <laughs> it would literally kill me. <laughs> okay, this is pretty interesting. <laughs> Hell yeah, David. They're going to literally kill me. I got a huge freaking moose. <laughs> Writer of the Michael prophecies, <laughs> David got, Wilcock. I got a huge freaking moose out here. I got a huge freaking moose. You got. I. I. I love wildlife, David. He's. Uh, he's an excellent addition to his his whole character arc. Well, there's just there's something so unhinged about it. The, that the fact that he's communicating with with moose. And yeah, turkey. just everything about it is is just so very unhinged. It's kind of <laughs> and delusional to a point where it's like. Uh, you might, like, kill somebody. I think this is his version where he, he thought he was going on, like, a spirit quest, I think is what I, what I, I do. From oh, that. I do genuinely believe he was like, I'm going to go move up into the mountains, and I'm going to get in touch with, like, nature and shit. And unfortunately, he, he found a voice in his head to write three books, and then the Virgin Mary visited him during Thanksgiving. This I'm fascinated by, because to be honest, at this point, I no longer think he's necessarily just lying. 
he could actually be hallucinating this. Oh, I think he he, is. Yeah, at where he is. Bro, he thinks he has telekinetic powers right now. Of course he thinks Virgin Mary showed up to Thanksgiving. This is the difference between David and Corey. David really just might believe his shit and might be seeing it. Yeah, Corey, I think, well, not even think anymore. We know through the deposition Corey was just flat out lying. Corey knows he's a liar. David, on the other hand. Maybe that's what all those uh, those maple syrup chicken wings he was making the other week. Maybe was that was that was maple syrup, right? Yeah, maybe maybe that was uh, for he just made the a virgin whole, mother. He just made a whole fucking bucket of chicken wings in the hailstorm. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> what? Like what? Oh yes, and they are. Someone brought up David is in the new trailer of Corey's new show. He is, but the videos I believe are from like 2019 prior. Well, he's not gonna pay David. It to wasn't. Appear. It wasn't. Piss bath fat David. No, no. It was, uh, but yeah, Corey's not going to pay for David to appear. He needs to slander him. No, no. Corey has to. He's he's the the show he keeps promoting as his his reality show looks like more or less discarded footage that he's now going to try and make money off of. Well, it's still better than that shit documentary. It would be hard to do worse. I it actually genuinely would. The the documentary he's claiming people stole money from him. Even though he he should have he should have lost money for that he should been fined for that piece of shit. I would argue that him charging for that documentary is stealing money. Yeah, that was fraud. That that email was more entertaining than that documentary. I would rather read that email again. That that email had everything. That was all our David uh, things were checked off. Yeah, yeah. I pretending to be a different person to now. If this new spirits. If this book just fails, and then Corey ends up having to go bankrupt, paying off this dumbass lawsuit he keeps filing, uh, that would be the per. It's the perfect time. Of course, this book's gonna fail for the comeback tour. We just read that was the sales pitch for the book. Well, I mean, we I just know, read, I'm not gonna judge it yet. <laughs> it took us forty five fucking minutes Here, but to read the sales pitch. But here's the thing: is that dumber than his courses? Yeah, that's a fair point. Because we know what he made from the courses. Now, I don't think the material. Terribly matters to a degree. I do wonder how many people he's reaching via this. How dare you call my shirt gay? It's a red iron oxide shirt. Um, I think, I I think his lack of public presence everywhere is going to be an issue when it comes to making money off of this. Because that's an interesting thing. Can you write books in this community and still make enough money? It's like without touring for bands. Like if you don't have the circuit. Can he can he pub can he pub the book enough? Only certain people are able to just like put out an album and have it do well. What if we email him like we'll advertise your book if you send us a copy? That used to be the fucking background. We used yeah. to just have fucking awakening in the dream, just sitting in in yeah. every shot. Be like, look, we don't really want to like we'll buy the book if we have to, but we'll advertise it if you give us the book for free. It must have been such a blow to this man's ego to finally recognize that he can't put out a physical copy of this book. <laughs> this. His yeah, I don't. At one point, he would have gone with the "they're censoring me" type thing. Yeah, but now he's too far gone to even rationalize that. But even uh, we just saw how narcissistic Corey is, and we're not even Boy. done. We have a lot more to go. Boy, is he! But David, I mean, every part of what he used to do used to be based upon you know he's the star of Ancient Alien. That's the whole reason I introduced you as the star yeah, every episode. Is that's because the bit. Of David. Yeah, that's the bit. Is he him claiming he's the star of everything? So as and, you know what, I just, there is a very difficult sign we didn't interpret in Uh-oh. that email. It is a very bad sign, by the way. He did not once refer to himself as New York Times bestselling author. 
Oh no, no, not once. That's why he's in. A, he's in a bad place. He. So I don't know how how well he's doing because that was his other thing. Every every presentation he gave, he was the star of Ancient Aliens. He was a two tar a uh, two time New York Times best selling author. Awakening in the Dream went fucking double aluminum. Um, number seven in the the prophecy category or some shit like you that. You know, look, it didn't. It could have done better. It's it's hard to do that poorly. Now he d- he only he has to sell so few copies. Probably like come out pretty good on this. We that like I almost want to know. So I'd be like, fuck it. We're writing a book once every like three months. Yeah, I could I could make shit up. We're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna write fan fiction about our life. Pretend we do things. Yeah, there uh, you go. Ten dollars a month. I can fucking pretend the Virgin Mary showed up and w- talk. Yeah, we need we need I need uh, sycophants with money. We could do it. It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. we need we need a billionaire uh, patron of some variety to, yeah, to fund that, this. That'll be the name of the book: Sycophants with Money. <laughs> Buy this stupid fucking book. It doesn't matter what's in here. My uh, my rehab's trying to treat me like that. Like uh, I think they're they're just to write a book. <laughs> no, no, they're trying hey, to. Hey, hey, write a book, you fucking loser. <laughs> they're trying to. You know the deal. <laughs> Everybody has to write a book about everyone who comes here. About how great it was. Okay, you gotta say this is the best rehab of all time. Well, it's it's funny because. I don't know if I talked about this before. We we ended the whole, uh, you know, my my rehab experience ended with the whole parents weekend thing. Uh-huh. Where I was kind of just a dick the whole time because they're trying to hit you with the sales pitch so you can continue on, right? Because it goes yeah. rehab. I'm thinking of this because someone, uh, two other people in the rehab were texting me while we're doing this. It goes rehab, sober living, alumni house, step down house. They want you there for nine months. The initial three months, sixty thousand dollars, twenty thousand a month. The months after that, the next four months, you get a huge bargain. It's only twelve grand a month, and yeah. you share a house with a bunch of other people. You'd be stupid not to buy it. So, right, that's 60, 12, 24, 36, 48. So now we're, we're at 108 grand. From there, you got to go to the alumni house where you continue to pay them money, and then same thing with the step-down house. When, uh, you know, as I said, I was kind of being a dick and shutting everything down. On parents' weekend, the, the head therapist pulls me aside before I leave and goes, it's okay, you can always come back. Are you going to write a book? Which which is, uh, it's okay, you can always come back, is a terrible thing to tell yeah. someone who just went through hey, your rehab program. Look, you'll probably be back. Hey, when you relapse, just come back. Yeah. Do you want to pay now? So anyways, they uh, they had been following up. They had people, like, text. they're texting me. Like, uh, I don't want to hang, I don't want to talk to the people from my Smiley rehab. Smiley emoji, how you doing, still clean? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. I was like, bro, I don't know, like, <laughs> hey, we don't, we're not going to hang out. We're not going to be friends. You just built me out of a bunch of money. You relapse yet? Hurry so up. They, they texted me a few weeks ago, be like, hey, you got to find a therapist. I was like, kindly fuck off. Then this morning, I get a call from the psychiatrist of the rehab. I, yeah. I didn't answer, uh, and and they didn't leave a message. I had to fucking Google search the number, and came back to her. This is even more psychotic because you don't even meet with this person terribly regularly. You you only you got multiple therapists. You have so you you have group therapy, your individual therapist, and uh-huh. then once a week the psychiatrist comes in. Uh-huh. I probably met with this lady three times in my three months there, and for some reason. Saw fit to call me today. I don't know why. You know, she was thinking about your money. I'm, I'm, yes, <laughs> I think so. I was thinking about you over money. I don't think, uh, or at least I can't think of any clinical reason other than assuming I'm back on drugs. A rehab would be calling me like, hey, you want to maybe another 20 grand a month for three more months? Yeah, I got written in my notes here that you'd probably relapse by now. You feeling yeah. weak? 
How are you doing? Have the demons started crawling back in? How's the drug addiction yeah. going? Yeah. God damn it. Drink sounds good right now, doesn't it? I bet. I bet. I would only go back if I knew Ronald was still good. My, my communist retard. Only if he was still going to be there when I go back. be funny if it was Ronald McDonald running the rehab. It might as well be. Instead of Dr. Drew, it's just <laughs> McDonald's characters. <laughs> it's just you know, so is running groups. Yeah, that other junkie who used to shoot heroin. It's just like the Hamburglar. Like, so tell me about when you stole cheeseburgers. I was actually thinking. I've told some Ronald stories on here. I was thinking of another one uh, earlier today. We used to have to go, you had to pick like an activity once a week. And uh-huh. you know, there was fucking fishing, hiking. It was all kinds of terrible shit. This I hated nature it. bullshit. I always got stuck with hiking, which sucked because the person who led it was like, she was really in shape. So we'd go on like these fucking six mile hikes at 8,000 feet. And it's, I, I was just addicted to drugs. I'm not yeah. capable of doing this. Guys, I'm not trying to like run a marathon. So there, we, <laughs> we did this one, one hike. It was my, my friend uh, and I. We we kind of we would just do them super quickly, get them over with. Like yeah. everyone else is trying to, you know, take look in the at view. nature and shit. Well, we also figured out some depending on the trail. If you got far enough ahead, we would just hop on the road, like catch a lift back to the parking lot, and be like, "No, we finished an hour and a half earlier than you guys." Let's just go fly to David's house after this. We should. I, I went by it multiple times. I got the um, week off. The we we went hiking Ronald his first week. <laughs> we finished. It was a very easy trail. We finished very early. You know, we were done probably an hour, and we had like four more hours to go. So he gets back and like, "Why are we done early?" <laughs> Our friend's like, "No, that's just the first of the loops. You got to do it again." <laughs> so Ronald, again, not being able to tell the difference between jokes and reality. Sets just takes off. He just takes off. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> and the rest, fucking of the, hell yeah! The rest of the group gets back, and the ch- the chick leading is like, uh, "Where's Where's Ronald?" <laughs> and like, oh, we told him we had to do it again. So, so <laughs> she gets all fucking mad. He's, and re- he's running laps. Well, they reported us. I th- okay, that's where I was For going what? With it. Like, we're not the retarded yeah, ones. No, it's not my fault he Look. brought a fucking retard to rehab. Look how much fun he's having. He loves doing this shit. Let I him tire himself out. I think part of the reason they keep reaching back out to me is because I have been... Well, no, I wasn't. <laughs> they control too much of your life to be a dick the entire time you're in there, so you kind of got to play nice or else they take away, you know, fucking store runs or access to basic no. uh, <laughs> creature comforts. You don't get to fuck with the retard if you don't if you don't but behave. the last two weeks is where I was like, fuck this, what are they going to do? I don't <laughs> give a shit. You got all my money. I don't give a fuck. I will fight all of you. So we start... Actually, hold on. Can you can you vamp for time for like 20 seconds? I got to grab something uh, out of my room. Just vamping, vamping for time. Folks, wow, wow, Perry goes and looks for things. Let's let's remember, and we'll get to this when he gets back, uh, a very heartfelt anniversary to everyone out there. So that's a teaser. Was, uh, sorry to put you on the spot, but I, I had to, I need a part for Action. show and tell. This trademark. This <laughs> trademark. IP. This, I'm sure, is trademark of the rehab I went to. I killed him with this. You may be wondering what this is. This Oh, boy. We used to do something called a rockouts. A rockout is at the end of your fucking stint in rehab, you get to, uh, for, for the low, low price of 60000 fucking dollars, <laughs> they give you a rock, uh-huh. and then everyone goes and sits in the basement, uh-huh. and they, <laughs> they give you a fucking DAT recorder, and you, you pass around this fucking geode and the DAT recorder, and everyone's supposed to tell you uh, like what they would wish for you in a time of need. And then, <laughs> so you're passing this fucking thing around. 
you turn off the recording and then you you go outside and you break the rock in half. So this is my half of the rock. Uh huh. They keep the other half on the mantle. It's you know some sort of symbology it's going like on. The, like a heart locket, you get a half, I get half. Yes. Now they're supposed to send you uh, the voice recording. They did not do that for me. I'll get on to why in a second, or uh-huh. why I assume so. The only reason I was looking for it is because I wanted to just play the recording <laughs> on the <laughs> show. I just wanted to, I wanted to show everyone how fucking gay all this shit was. So um, I and my friends, you know, there was two of us. We we quickly turned everyone's rock out to just us doing bits <laughs> on the recording. It's like this is fucking dumb as shit. But we also realized the longer we could go, the less group therapy we had to do. So we would. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite. My friend Kyle just told someone, he's like, I'm not going to miss you. You're really replaceable. (laughs) (laughs) There were some great, there were some fantastic moments where he's like, honestly, I don't really fucking know you. I'm I'm not upset by this at all. Yeah, I'm I'm not even sure what your fucking name is. I'm being real. So my friend friend Kyle and I, we, we, they put us together for our rock outs. He was the one I hung out with the the most there. And um, so I pick my rock. He... (laughs) He picks a packing peanut out of the box, which they got very upset about. <laughs> They're passing the, you know, the recorder around. I told everyone, I was like, look, I don't, I'm never going to fucking listen to this thing. So I said, that, mind you, the therapists are in the room. So I, I started off, I was like, guys, I'm realistically, this is never going to be listened to. So I don't really care what you all have to say. So they, they pass it around and they're just like, they, a lot of people just said, like, good luck, because they know <laughs> I'm not going to, they have to say something, I guess. But, but they, uh, yeah. Then, so mine goes, we're done in like eight minutes. Some of these things would stretch to, uh, by some of these things, I mean, we would make them stretch to like 35 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> because we just would, would go on these insane rants. Um, then my friend Kyle goes, his is kind of going around. It was relatively normal. And then it got to me, and I I told what was a real anecdote at the time. <laughs> I mean, it, it did really happen. It's just they weren't a huge fan of me telling it. I was like, look, man, when I showed up here, because he showed up a few days after me, I was like, I was in heavy withdrawal, and I was going to all these fucking faggoty-ass groups. I, I thought this was all nonsense. And I told a story about... Specifically, I remember one time in music group, mm-hmm. remember where they fucking relegated me to playing those goddamn castanets, uh, <laughs> fucking like the Chiquita Banana Bitch. And the first the first music group I go to there, the teacher puts on like this orchestral music and she goes, and now we're going to do an interpretive dance of your addiction. <laughs> She's like, all right, so everyone, one at a time, you're going to stand over there, and then you're going to dance your life to the other side of the room. I was like, no, I'm not it's fucking it's doing it. The episode of King of the Hill where, where he takes in the homeless the y- people. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to do interpretive dance here Or, or the one where Hank goes to yoga. Yeah, and fucking, yeah that's what this was. <laughs> so this is the power of groupthink. Literally, everyone does this shit. Except for my friend and I. And afterwards, I, I went up. And I was 
talking with him because my, my mind's like spinning. Rem- yeah. Mind you, I'm fresh out of detox. I show up and they're like, we're going to dance your problems. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to fucking cut it. I got I got a cure for you. You're going to dance this shit out. Well, I pissed off the music teacher, too, because she's like, Perry, we're going to keep playing this music until you dance. I was like, you're going to be waiting a long fucking time then because I'm not doing it. And then we just sat there awkwardly while or- orchestral music played. Look, I know I'm here. Dancing's not it. So my, my friend and I, we go up to the smoking area. I was like. Bro, this is this is fucking faggy <laughs> nonsense, right? This none of this makes any sense. This he, is lunacy. And he gave me, and this is the story I'm telling on his tape recording. So all <laughs> the therapists are sitting in the basement. I'm just like, this is faggy nonsense. And then he's like, bro, it's all faggy nonsense. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Th- by the way, this is my friend who was there too. It, it was a condition of his bond. He he literally had to be there, or he would be in prison. He had uh, no yeah. option. So yeah. he was uh, he had the most accurate view. So, anyways. I tell that story on the recorder. The therapists are not at all <laughs> happy with no, my, my no. Uh, reciting that story because we had gotten a bunch of new people that week. So there was like four or five new dudes who just came in. The first thing they heard was me calling the whole rehab a bunch of faggoty nonsense. Um, I mean, where's the lie? So the, the head of clinical Jamie, the, the fat dude who thought he was an Indian. Young Jamie. He gets really upset. And he's like, you guys. This is not how you get the <laughs> pussy at all. You I keep wish it was saying that kind of alien, uh, ali- alien, Jesus, David got to <laughs> me, uh, Indian. He he was the Lakota Indian, the, the fat white guy who was a Lakota. Ah, uh, that's not as fun. So uh, my friend's like, I want to go break. <laughs> they would give us uh, this like chisel and a hammer. That's how I split open the rock. My friend, after I do that, I was the last person to talk. He takes it, turns the recorder off. He's like, I want to go split my packing peanut. <laughs> and the, the, the clinical guy's like, we're not fucking doing that. Like, no, we're not doing that. Kind of risky to just give a bunch of people in rehab a fucking chisel. I couldn't have a fucking knife to cut the shitty food they, they gave me every day. Mame's and yet I was allowed a hammer and a chisel. Yeah, Mamey's Ronald didn't like give himself a lobotomy. He probably got stuck somewhere. I'm sure he's somewhere can staring at something shiny. Can you lobotomize someone with autism? Uh, I, I think God beat us to yeah, the punch. Say, I think their frontal lobe has already been destroyed. God, I don't even remember where I was going with this. I'm so upset. I'm flustered by how <laughs> even reliving this shit makes me angry. Uh, right, so we, we do that. Oh, that's right. And then the next group after this, we have the, the head of clinical is leading this group. Uh-huh. And he starts talking about <laughs> about the, uh, the the morale <laughs> of the group in <laughs> <laughs> <and laughs> rehab. He, start, he goes on this whole diatribe. Mind you, he never says my name or Kyle's name the entire time. Kyle was actually not in the room. He was in uh, individual therapy. He starts talking about... You know, I'm concerned some people may not be taking this super seriously. <laughs> I think the culture they're setting is going to impact other people. And uh, it then he's like, I think the cool kids of this rehab are making other people think being sober isn't cool. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> of course it's not. <laughs> yeah, of course it's it's gay as fuck. This it's is literally my last option. I tried everything else. There's a reason no one's choosing it here. Also, the idea that there's a group of cool kids in rehab. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there's no cool kids in rehab. Yeah, that's not how you end up there, bud. Yeah, no, this isn't this isn't a group of winners. It's something a dude who's never been a cool kid says. Right. So no, that's so where all the cool kids end up in rehab, yes, the right? Cool, the cool kids. Well, and then he's like, they go up there and they're smoking their cigarettes and they're telling all these stories. Playing their rock music. And then he, he somehow works and he's like, I'm listening even when you think I'm not listening. I was like, what the all right, fuck that doesn't, that's not helping. Yeah, no, that doesn't do anything. Um, yeah, so they, they go off on that whole thing. And then, <laughs> that was another part of the diatribe. He's like, you know what? I just think you're... <laughs> 
you're not you're not emotionally capable of saying goodbye. <laughs> it's like sometimes when people are too upset to leave here. Uh, by the way, I got out of there October second. I don't know my my sobriety date. I know the day I fucking left there, <laughs> October second. I was too. It was too emotionally vulnerable for me to admit how difficult it was for me to leave. So I was telling everyone to fuck themselves on my way out because I couldn't handle. I love. I, I couldn't <laughs> handle leaving such a magical place. I love the reverse psychology. Like, actually, I think you just love it here so much. Actually, you're this afraid. Is, yeah. You're afraid to say goodbye. This is your way of coping. It has yeah. nothing to do with the fact that every time you tried to be honest, we yeah. told you you were being a dick before. So now you saved it until you left. Yeah, you don't understand. You actually love it here. God damn it. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. You actually, you're gonna want to come back. Well, they they tried. <laughs> Thank you, Jill Cruz. Well, of course they do. They need money. They don't want you to succeed. She makes all her money off. Of, you know what she does is when there, she has some sort of fucking chair. Look, I, I probably wasn't supposed to say the name of the place. It's, it's Choice House. Uh, I haven't talked about it before because it's kind of like a HIPAA thing, but everyone I was in there with is gone. I feel like if you're still trying to contact me, if you have the psychologist trying to call me three months after I've left, I don't feel the need to protect your identity. And funny, she's like, we're just calling Falpin. Would you give it a five-star review or a four out of five? Uh, how great did you enjoy it here? I will say since, uh, you know, some of my bitching about the food has been made public, they have fired and hired a new chef. Well, thank God. You, yeah. You actually, you're, you're fighting for the people. I, I, I'm i a voice of the people. Yeah. That's why I feel the need to talk about this. Yeah. They're still, my, my homies are locked up. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to represent change. I'm trying to, to free free the squad. Yeah. Let me see if I got any other rehab uh, stories locked in here. Just a. All right. There, I got a few more. I'll, I'll I'll close with this one. There was a my my friend Kyle again. He's there were a few of us in there who weren't quite of the same ilk of the other people. There mm. were a lot of incredibly well-to-do people. Kyle came from a well-to-do family. He spent his entire life selling drugs. That was his <laughs> thing. He he's the one who uh, got in trouble with the the. The gangster's disciples put a hit out on his life when he was 14, and that's why he had to move to where he currently is. I'm a prodigy. And he's uh, looking at, um, I think, best-case scenario is four years at the moment. Worst case is like 20-something. Yeah, you know. So free free the homie. But we we would talk about just all kinds of horrific shit and laugh about it because that's what normal fucking people do. Where mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and be super mopey and take everything seriously so we would just talk about all this horrendous shit and just kind of laugh about it instead of doing fucking dance therapy i'd rather <laughs> talk with somebody who understands me than than interpretive dance my addiction through a basement dance away the pain but um we <laughs> there was there was a new guy who came in it's funny because everyone tries to like big big up their trauma mm-hmm. to like come across as more important or their addiction there were multiple people who when they first came in they showed up for like they said it was just weed and then by the time I left, they're talking about like shooting methamphetamine. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't fucking do that. Why would you not be honest about that coming in? Yeah, I was here when he showed up, dude. There was a kid who showed up. He had told us he had been uh, raped twice. Did like, he enjoy it? We're like, well, that's pretty fucking serious. I'm sorry to hear that. He starts telling this story about uh, someone. He was having sex with this girl, right? And then she raped him? He was. We're getting there. He was having consensual sex with this girl. He's fucking her from behind. She she puts his uh, his dick in her ass, and uh-huh. he continues to fuck her. That somehow in his mind was rape. I don't. Yes, your your reaction is the exact same one we have. So he's telling us this story, and once we <laughs> this kid's in the middle. By kid, I mean he's you know like twenty. 
in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of him telling us he was raped, my friend just goes, "Bro, shut the fuck up, just <laughs> knock it off." <laughs> like, no, that, that's yeah, not that right. Just shut the fuck up. What? He goes, "Look, man, anytime a chick puts your dick in her ass, that's a blessing. Don't call <laughs> that rape. <laughs> Don't besmirch anal's good name." Yes. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, I'm sure more traumatic rehab memories will come to me in future weeks. But well, we gotta milk this like David. I feel sufficiently purged for the time being. You got it off your chest? I did. You know, well, I got... Look, guys, this is therapy I got, us? like, fucking eight texts from people during that just talking about how much they hate that fucking uh, Jamie <laughs> guy. He's like, he's such a fucking piece of shit. Yes, retard was upset. I didn't like the 12-step program. <laughs> when he... Oh, that was the other thing. God damn it. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> This fucking Jamie guy, the head clinician, 12-step program... 100% required at this place. You cannot work an alternative program. Nah, you got to work the steps. You have to go to AA yeah. every day or they will take your store run. <laughs> you cannot get fucking outside goods unless you go to AA meeting. No, no they commissary unless you hit the 12s. Every Tuesday we have the community meeting. They force us to admit, you know, I'm Perry. I'm an addict alcoholic. My sponsor's name is uh, Alan. I'm on step. My sponsor's name was Alan. I feel free to admit now. I met with my sponsor twice the entire time I was there and then just lied about meeting with him every other time. What? He was a dude in Canada, so I'd just pretend to they you know, Zoom call him. They can outsource that? Uh, I did oh, be okay. because I didn't want to actually work the steps. So, so, so I was like, I don't think they would have set that no, up. No, I'm They're not going to fucking do that. And then uh, the the lead clinician, when we so we're going around the circle, and you know everyone has to say they're an anti-alcoholic and you know sponsor what step they're on, uh -huh. all that shit. This guy goes, I I'm I'm Jamie, and I'm a clinician. He doesn't he doesn't even admit to being a previous addict, which he was, and he doesn't tell us what program he works because he doesn't work a program. He apparently at one point used to say he worked in an alternative program, which is what I think the Lakota shit is. Uh -huh. But this hypocritical fuck beats it into our mind that the only way to get sober is via 12 steps. He himself does no 12 steps. He actually, he also has a very, very short temper, as evidenced by um, him getting very upset at me calling his life's work faggoty nonsense. I mean, his people are alcoholics, very savages. Very fiery. Yeah. Very fiery. Yeah. No, you see, I just meditated in a teepee. My my friend, we gotta get Kyle on here at some point because he uh, he actually was in a cult for a while. You know, after cool. the whole GD thing happened, his parents like sent him off. He was in that Sea-Doo uh, cult. Uh, that there's a documentary on YouTube you can watch. But um, he he has all kinds of crazy. God damn it! There's so much that comes up when I talk about that. We we had to play this fucking dumb game where. You would. It's not even a game. I don't know why they called it that. They just called <laughs> terrible <laughs> shit games to try and trick us into thinking it wasn't <laughs> miserable. We would all have to stand in a circle. You would step into the circle. Uh -huh. You would have to admit to something that occurred in your some whatever traumatic shit that happened, and then anyone else who had experienced that also had to step into the circle, and then you had to make eye contact with them. All right, trauma bonding's weird. Yes, yeah, super fun game, great game, yeah, guys. Hey, everyone, admit to being raped <laughs> and then make eye contact. Yeah. Hey, let's all stand in the circle if we got molested. So <laughs> my, my my friend, yeah, he steps into the circle. The first time we played this game, he goes, "Who else here has been locked in a coffin?" <laughs> <laughs> I guess at the cult they used to they they had various uh, profits and they would lock children in coffins until you know Prophet Sheila deemed appropriate to release them. Were they turning into vampires? Uh, maybe I'm not sure what Sidu was about. Again, why I want to have him on. He also <laughs> someone dressed as Winnie the Pooh touched his ass. 
the 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 therapist got very mad because they thought he was making all this up. Then they looked like assholes. And he's like, no, Winnie the Pooh didn't prove it. Me. Prove it. So what happened in the hundred acre wood? It was a good time. Yeah, did you get 100 Acre Wood? Sea-Doo ended That's in what a, uh, a riot, too. I believe they burned the place down and, and fought all the staff members. I mean, you can only take people's assholes for so long. Yeah, so... Usually inspires some some anger. All right. Well, I think that's that's enough for today. I, yeah. I'm, I've heard we read <laughs> what an episode we read one email. Well, and then yeah, I bitched about rehab. That was good ending with uh, someone being anally penetrated because it's the heartfelt anniversary. Oh, very nice. It's one year to the day of Jack Murphy fucking his asshole. Wow. Wow. That was only it's a year ago. The first time we saw someone literally fuck themselves. <laughs> And fuck their career in the ass. The trilogy. We talk. Yeah. We've seen. We've 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 come around where we've got David and Corey both falling apart, but but they never fucked themselves in the ass on camera. We should make today like our Chinese New Year. Like That's this true. is this is our own New Year's occasion. I want a key to the city. Yeah. Yeah. Or like or a, a key, key to his chastity belt. The key to Chatterbait. <laughs> we should. Someone, yeah, Chatterbait, sponsor us. That was still just an insane four days. You know, a lot of... I've uh, never had something escalate so quickly it was to that degree. It was bizarre. It's it was very bizarre. S- it's still hard to believe. And oddly enough, that man fucking his asshole is how a lot of people who found us... <laughs> like they did. Him fucking his <laughs> asshole is one of the best things to happen to this show. The trilogy was a good... That was a good time. That yeah. was a good time. We we had fun. Wow, what a year it's been. <laughs> this is our in memoriam. Yeah, this episode. is our year in review. Well, R.I.P. to Jack Murphy's career in asshole. I guess we might as well do this on mic. When are you going back home? Are we going to be able to record in following weeks? Uh, I want to let people know if we're we'll going to take a week we'll off We'll just do it in advance. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll figure something. I got the whole week off, so we'll figure that out. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. I am very glad this actually fucking worked. I did it. I did it. Now go to the Patreon and give us money. Yeah. Oh, right. I got tell your all friends. The go buy all your people Patreons for Christmas so they can question whether or not they need to report you to the FBI. Patreon.com slash Hidden Plainside Pod, uh, at the Hidden Pod on Twitter, at mm-hmm. Hidden Plainside Radio on Instagram, and you are at Brandon Steele Hidden. Yep. Hootie hoop. Mom bow. It's our, our, our.